And live from the nation's capital, Ryan Horvat, Nick Ashew, BetMGM Tonight. We're on Twitch, we're on YouTube, we're on the Odyssey app. We got week one of the NFL season at 53 days away. I can't wait. College football week zero is 47 days there away. There you go. Now you've got the countdown for both. You cannot lose track of the NFL I won't now. either. I won't you now. I right. won't now. I'm all in on the NFL, too. It's just college football, man. This year especially. I don't know what yeah. it is. I can't wait. Can't wait. This is the most excited. I said this every year. This is one of the most excited. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. Mostly excited for the Pac-12 like we talked about yeah. last night. But week yeah. one, man, it's almost here. I play some bets. Not quite as many as I have uh, week zero, week one of the college football season. I did grab the Lions plus seven week one. I did grab the Jets when they were at three. They're all the way down to one and a half against the Bills. And uh, there's a couple other ones that I added as well here the last couple days. One of them, your Jacksonville Jags. My so we were just talking about. Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm, well, I'm with you, though, man. I'm high on the Jags. Thank you. Uh, you know, I kind of understand what Terrell's talking about on the defensive side of the ball. Mm-hmm. They didn't really make any big, you know, acquisitions, any big pickups this offseason. I think they're going to improve defensively. Yeah, I'm just hoping that, you know, like Trevon Walker, all their young guys are going to be a little bit better right. here year two. But on the offensive side of the ball, now you do have a clear-cut wide <sighs> number one wide receiver Man. in Kelvin Ridley. You have Christian Kirk. You have Evan Ingram. You have Trevor Lawrence. You They play a pretty easy schedule. Mm-hmm. And that Travis Etienne in the backfield. Yeah, Etienne. I mean, even if DeAndre Hopkins goes to Tennessee, that just doesn't move the needle on the Titans. And I know how competitive, how good they've been for Mike Vrabel the last couple of years. Uh, they were the number one overall seed in the AFC a couple of years ago. But uh, I just can't do it with them this year, man. I think it's I think it's the Jags division here for the next couple of years. Well, there's a lot of people clearly on the Jags at least week one. 86% of bets are on the Jags minus three and a half yeah. against the Colts week one. Yeah, and that makes sense. And week one is fluky. Yes. You know, you see some upsets. You see some crazy stuff. I don't love the three and a half. Um, and I'm not a big money line guy in the NFL. But I did grab the Jags minus 175. Mm-hmm. I just don't see them losing to Indianapolis with a rookie quarterback. You know, how healthy is Jonathan Taylor going into the season? Colts' defense is pretty solid, but um, I like Jacksonville week one, man. I just don't know what the Colts are going to be, right? Like, what are they going to look like? It's a big like? unknown Is it, it going to be Jonathan Taylor running the ball 35 times a game? Uh, are you going to see Anthony Richardson starting week one? I think that's... I. And I'll keep saying this. I think that's going to be a bad idea if they start Anthony Richardson week one. It's okay to allow a young quarterback to have an opportunity to grow a little bit. Like, we don't have to start every first-round pick at quarterback week one of the NFL season. Yeah. I I just – this this has become the regular pattern, and there's expectations on these guys being franchise saviors right away. He may just not be ready. It doesn't mean that he can't be a great quarterback. It doesn't mean that halfway through the season he can't even be the starting quarterback. But – there's there's nothing wrong with a team that has low expectations. Like, what are the Colts' expectations this year? I think a good season for the Colts is like six, seven wins. Okay, so do they need to start Anthony Richardson week one like it's going to make that much of a difference? Well, for I them? guess I should say that's a good season if Anthony Richardson's their starting quarterback. Right. Like, if you're, if, I mean, if you are... Because this is a team where last year they were favored to win the division. Mm-hmm. They brought in Matt Ryan. The year before that, they were favored to win the division. Carson they Wentz. brought in Carson Wentz. Yep. The year before that, they were favored to win the division. <laughs> they brought Rivers. A, they brought in Phillip Rivers. <laughs> it's been a rough stretch with so veteran like, washed-up quarterbacks. So, man, with Shane Steichen, actually, I might disagree. I might – and I'm not – I agree, though, that Anthony Richardson's a project. I mean, you saw that even at Florida, man. There's, mm-hmm. like, a whole side of the field that he's just not seeing. He's a hell of an athlete. Mm-hmm. You might just throw him to the Wolves, though, week one. Because, like you said, you don't have high expectations. Yeah, but if you crush his confidence, if he goes out there, and let's say he throws three picks, he goes, like, yeah. 13 of 27, 
and fumbles the ball and just looks completely out of place. Yeah. What does that do for him? Like, I, Justin Fields looked completely lost early on with the Bears. Yeah, man. And they didn't even start him right away. And that just because you throw a guy out to the Wolves doesn't mean that that's the right approach because you have to think of the mental side of this, too. Or You, you have to – look, you can't just do the, like, oh, well, they're professionals now and they're grown men and they're – there's still as a rookie quarterback. Like there's there is still the level of yeah. get, help them transition from college to the NFL. Some guys are just ready, but some guys that have a lot of that those physical gifts. But we talk about all right, they're a little raw. There's things they need to work on. You don't need to force them and throw. I just I hate the idea of throwing them to the wolves like that. I get it. You're right. Yeah. Like a lot of teams will do that. I just don't like that approach at all. I think that's the wrong approach for the Colts. I feel like though, if they want to win games. He actually probably, even though he's a project, gives them the best shot to win just because of his mobility. Because the offensive line, which was actually their strength like three, four years ago, yeah. was terrible. Like Colts quarterbacks last season, and a lot of this might have to do with they were running an RPO offense with the corpse of Matt Ryan. But Colts right. quarterbacks were sacked 60 times last year. The offensive line didn't really make any moves. They were 32nd in ESPN's pass block win rate. So maybe... Like, he gives you your best shot just because of how mobile and what a great athlete he is because he can actually get out of the pocket and use his legs. They're going to have to be a team that runs the ball a lot, whether it's with their quarterback or it's Jonathan Taylor or whatever the case is. That's going to have to be their approach. Yeah. See, I can't make the case for the Colts because even, like, last night we were talking about them, you know, because of the defense, what Mm -hmm. the defense was years ago. Again, like three years ago, if they became this running offense, you know, they could control the clock, maybe steal some wins. But even the defense last year, like, the pass rush was terrible, 29% pressure rate. They gave up a 47% success rate on dropbacks to quarterbacks. And, like, look at the secondary. They lost to Von Gilmore. Who had a really good year last year, so I, I think that it's like a complete rebuild. They're probably just going to throw Richardson out there, which, you know, maybe the three and a half scares people away. But I do think the Jags win that game, and I think the Colts. It's going to be a rebuild. I think like a probably a five six win season. Yeah, for them yeah. And their win total is uh, wait. I don't have it in front of me. What is it? Five and a half. Five and a half. Yeah, six and a half for the Colts. Six and a half. So I don't know. It's I don't I I, I struggle to f- see them getting seven wins. So do I. That might be an under. I mean, they might be a surprise team, though, because we yeah. don't know what the Shane Steichen uh, offense is going to look yeah. like in but Indianapolis. It, you saw what they did for, for Jalen, man. But, I mean, that was year two. I, Although, the final eight weeks of the season, Jalen was awesome. They're in the AFC, that. though. If they were in the NFC, I'd be a little more comfortable with that. I think that's the one caveat there. Yeah. You're still in the AFC. Yeah, it's just so many question marks because, again, like the offensive line. And that was the other thing about Jonathan Taylor last year, which kind of scares me. Yeah, he had the injuries and he was banged up and the offensive line wasn't good. But, like, he ran into a bunch of light boxes, too. I think, like, 40% of his runs were mm-hmm. in light boxes as well. Like, they weren't even stacking the box against him. He just, like, he looked like he lost something. We'll see, though. I mean, we've seen that with running backs where they could have a bounce back here, but I'm a little bit worried. The uh, Monday night game. This is the big yeah. one here. Yeah. The Bills, 84% right now. 84% of bets are on the Bills at minus one and a half against your New York Jets. Yeah, I grabbed this early. I think uh, the Jets win this game outright, to be honest with you. I mean, for the Bills, I think they might take a step back. I don't love Ken Dorsey, even though Pro Football Focus, for whatever reason, and Sam Monson have him as a top five offensive coordinator. Uh, I just I disagree there. Um, and Buffalo, I mean... On the defensive side of the ball, they had all those injuries last year. So I want to see what those guys look like because you're going to bring back Micah Hyde. He had a devastating neck injury. Um, The pass rush really dropped off the second half of the season once they lost Von Miller. I don't know. I I feel like the Jets are going to live up to the hype. The only thing that concerns me is the first couple weeks of the season. You know, you are putting in a new offense. 
Uh, we don't know if Brees Hall is even going to be available week one or what he's going to look like. Mm-hmm. But, man, that defense is the reason I like the Jets so much. I think that's going to be a really good defense. I like the under, and I love the Jets at plus three. I still like them at one and a half. I just, I think you might as well just take them on the money line. I think they win that game out. Right? I know I know it was last year, but the Jets were 2-0 and against the spread against the Bills last season. Yeah. And now you add Aaron Rodgers to the mix. That's the thing. Like, I mean, the Bills... The Jets, again, like the reason I like them is their defense, and I like the way their defensive backs match up against those wide receivers, especially if they don't go out and it, – well, it doesn't look like they're going to go out and get a um, like a D-hop. He's most likely going to go to Tennessee for whatever reason. But I like the way that – you because, I mean, you could really put sauce. You could have him just shadow digs. We'll see. Maybe Gabe Davis has a better year, though. I mean, he was playing with an ankle sprain the majority yeah. of last season yeah. after week one. But we wrote him off, right? So maybe that maybe we'll see a different and bring in, and like they brought they brought back Williams. I thought there was a chance they might have to move him. The Jets are just spending money. They're going all in for one year. This has to be a 12-13 win season, or I think this is just like a massive failure. It's a bigger disaster when they brought Favre in because you didn't know what Favre had left in the tank. He had a good year, but the three years before that were terrible. Like they went all in for Rodgers. They hired Nathaniel Hackett. Yep. You have this defense, and you don't want to set this team back. You know, I mean, you just used your number two overall pick a couple years ago on Zach Wilson, and that didn't work out. So you kind of you kind of need this. And then there was Sam Darnold before that. That didn't work out. Yeah, Darnold before that. You don't even know if Rodgers is coming back. He hasn't committed to coming back next year. So (laughs) imagine it's going to be just next summer is going to be the same thing. What's Aaron Rodgers going to do? Is he going to come back? Is he yeah. not going to come back? It's yeah. going to be every single year moving forward. Plus, There's you're no- giving me uh, on this game really quick. Sorry, I, yeah. you're giving me a divisional dog at home, and you're giving me points. So even if this wasn't the Jets, I was going to take it. And that's right. why we've seen it already move from three on the key number all the way down to one and a half. And I don't think it moves the opposite way. If anything, it closes a pick. There's only a couple of popular dogs right now if you're looking at some of these early trends. 74% of bets. Now, Scott, is this... Is this tickets or is this money? Because I know you got these stats. Do we know exactly what this is going through? Okay. Oh, this is tickets. Because yeah. yeah. So if this if these are the public teams, uh, these are all the tickets. That's what I was going to say. Just make sure. So seventy four percent of the tickets. I actually like this too, and I think you do too. Steelers plus two and a half at home against San Francisco. Yeah. So I mean, you figure everybody's going to love San Francisco in this game, coming off an NFC Championship game where they didn't even have a quarterback. They may have been able to beat the Eagles in that game, but. Who's going to be the quarterback week one? Even if it's Brock Purdy, he's coming off Tommy John surgery. Looks like they're trying to maybe move Trey Lance, but there's no market for him whatsoever. Maybe it's Sam Darnold learning a new offense. I just The Steelers are a great week one team. T.J. Watt's going to be healthy week one, we know. When he's on the field, they're a top five, top ten defense. When he's off the field, they drop down. Um, yeah, and I love the run game. And I like Kenny Pickett. And there's a reason why it went from three down to two and a half. That means there's some professional money, some big money coming in on the Steelers. Um, I, I actually, I really like the, I, I like Pittsburgh a lot in this game. I don't know if they win this one outright. Mm-hmm. But I think at least taking the two and a half there. If I was getting a better price than plus 125, which actually makes sense because it's a two and a half now, um, then maybe I would take a little shot. But I'm just going to take the points, grab the points with the home team. Again, it's a home team catching points. Right. Week one, division. well, not a divisional game, but pretty big game yeah and it looked like you said the Steelers are always really well prepared Uh, you have two inexperienced quarterbacks out there but Kenny Pickett is kind of more experienced than Trey Lance or Brock Purdy at this point so it's kind of a weird dynamic you know how big I am on Brock Purdy if he's ready I'm much more comfortable with the 49ers with him at quarterback but but TJ Watt's gonna be hunting him down though this is gonna if it's Sam Darnold like we remember what Bill Belichick did to him a couple years ago when he was seeing ghosts imagine what Tomlin and the boys are you know, we're going to do to him. It kind of has the feel of a rock fight for a type of game. Like, it's just going to be physical. It's going to be tough. 
and it's the Steelers have bigger rocks to me. Yeah. You know, I yeah. just I, I like I like them week one there too as much. I, yeah, and again, it's not even necessarily them winning. It's just that them at least taking that two and a half right there at that point. I, I'll, I'll go with that. The only other right now, uh, Titans, which. I don't like this one at all. I would. I, I'm. I'm going to fade the public 100 percent on this. Titans plus 67 percent on Titans plus three and a half at New Orleans. I grabbed Tennessee at three and Did a half. Did you? All right. Here's why. Oh, oh, good for you because I have no confidence in that team. It's you know it's three. I mean I love I love getting the three and a half here for the Saints. It's going to be week one for Derek Carr, right? Um, Camara's most likely going to be suspended the first four yep. games of the yep. season. They haven't come out and given the official timetable of when he's going to serve the suspension. I do like the addition of Jamal Williams. I'm all in on the Saints winning 10 games and winning that division. But again, week one's fluky. It's going to be kind of like a, you know, obviously like a whole new deal for the Saints, who last year had Jameis and then went to Andy Dalton. Now it's Derek Carr. I really like them defensively, but I think Vrabel's going to have this team motivated. They're going to know they're underdogs in this game. They may have D-hop at this point. I just think it'll be a competitive game. It's probably a field goal game. So I love catching the three and a half. You seem to be convinced the D-hop's going to Tennessee. I mean, that's what the market... I know. Well, like the offshore markets today, it was like minus 650 at some shops. I just don't get it. I don't understand it either. Has he talked to any other teams? Because we heard all these reports about all these visits he was going to have, and now it's just gone complete radio silence. Yeah, I mean, the Patriots, um, and and then, yeah, and and then just them. um, And then Tennessee, which... Probably the best offer. You know, I don't – because I don't – I don't know. I thought Tennessee, just because of their cap situation, they were just going to blow everything up. Again, we were talking about this. Like, they were looking to trade Derrick Henry. Ryan Tannehill did not – I mean, he didn't have a terrible year. you got to look at his weapons as well. Um, I don't love any of their wide receivers right now. But, man, I mean, you bring in D-Hop. The thing about Tennessee, when they were the number one overall seed – a couple years ago in the AFC, they had a pretty good pass rush. They had a decent enough secondary. Now they have really neither of those things. So what's D-Hop going to do? Watch, they'll end up winning that division and winning 12 games because that's how good and it just is. it just won't make any sense. Yeah. Uh, 78% on the Bears minus 2.5 against your Green Bay Packers. Yeah, that one would scare me a little that, bit. I didn't bet that game because I, I don't know what Jordan Love is. It's a great unknown, right? Yeah. Also, just too many question marks right now. Is Rashawn Gary going to be available for the Packers? He's their best pass rusher. He's going to be an all-pro if he's able to play at least 13 to 14 games. Is it going to be a bounce-back year for that defense? You have Joe Barry coaching for his job. And then for the Bears, they're also a great unknown man because we don't know what Matt Eberflus is a, mm-hmm. is a head coach yet. We still think Justin Fields is a project. They bring in some new weapons, DJ Moore. I'm actually excited for the Bears, so I'd they stay away from the that offensive one. and defensive lines in the drafts. Like yeah. They at least went after some of those issues that they had. I might play the over. A rare Bears-Packers over. I usually would grab the under in that one. I think we might get some points with those two secondaries. Well, for all the uh, the props that you have on uh, Fields, you better get that. Right? Just the over, field season. Over 17 and a half touchdown passes. And uh, yeah. seven and a half rushing touchdowns. MLB Futures Market next.